0: Hope yeah. deferred makes the heart sick. Yes. Yeah. But a desire when it comes is a tree Street of life. life. Yeah. And and that was, um, you know, we, we saw that back in the day, like hope deferred. It, it's <laughs> been laid off. You know, like I yeah. was hoping for something, but it Great. makes the heart sick. But a desire when it comes is a tree of life. And so at mm-hmm. this point, in life we can look back and we can see rows and rows of trees right <laughs> yeah. they're they're yeah. they're they're trees of life we get life from those things yeah. so we draw life from those experiences mm-hmm. now and apply them mm-hmm. to the next thing and it and it's getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. yeah. i mean that's one thing we learn about the christian walk is that the testing of our faith today mm-hmm. was huge tomorrow it's going to be bigger than huge <laughs> it's to yeah. just it's yeah. going to keep it's going to be beyond our capability yeah our ability always, and so there's bigger things coming.
1: And, 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 you know, I love how you shared about the rock, you know, piling up yeah. the rocks, because yeah. what you're referring to is how in the Old Testament, you know, when they parted the the Red Sea, when, yeah. you know, whenever God did something big for the people to show yeah. them that he was there, he cares for each one of us, he loves us so much, that he brought them out of those hard places, they would put the piles of rocks in, and, and to remind themselves of that. Yes. And listening to you guys is just an encouraging Encouraging my heart because I've been a Christian not as long as you guys, and I'm sure there's some that are watching that maybe you've never received Jesus in your life. And you know, it, it encourages me because you know what I hear you guys saying is that these times of wilderness, times of in the furnace, times of you know times of hardship that we encounter in our lives Um, they don't go away no but they do get easier to navigate and you you know hearing you guys talk about it it's just like its you know it's been how this whole pandemic has not really affected you and you see it in such a light you see it with hope and you see it with like experience and you know expectancy like that gives me encouragement because I'm still at the place where when I go through these hardships They're hard. Yeah. But but you know what? When I think back to it, listening to you guys, mm-hmm. uh, some of the other hardships I've been through, it's not as hard. Right. So it just really encourages me that the longer we walk with Jesus, the yes. longer we have yes. that relationship with Him, where we hear His voice, where we hear, we sense His presence and His peace, how that is what is going to sustain us and get us through life.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it's, and, and we're living in, I mean, Terry and I are, we thought we'd be dead by now because of the intensity <laughs> of the ministry, right? Like we actually yeah. did, I thought, you know, and I've had two heart attacks, we, like you know, some, way back. I mean, or I don't yeah. know, somehow. Kind of, anyway, but, but there's, there's a, there was a time, a specific time, when as we pushed year after year after year after year towards breakthrough,
1: mm-hmm. that
0: there was a, a day when things turned and favor came upon us. It was like a critical mass we hit, or a tipping point that you would hit. Um, we were in England, and um, you'd you remember Pastor Will Graham uh, there, and he prophesied. He said that the ministry has been like the, the waves on the beach coming mm-hmm. in and going out. He says, and it's junk. Junk comes in junk goes out. Junk comes in, junk goes out. And and it's true. I mean, we had, you know, all kinds of people problems, all kinds of, Mm -hmm. you know, financial or whatever, sickness, whatever it may be, junk coming in. And he says, but now it's going to change. He says, it's going to come in and the junk's going to go out and it's going to be clean, coming in, Mm -hmm. clean waves coming in. And um, and it did, it changed then. And it was like the supernatural favor of God Mm -hmm. that we had been working toward all those years suddenly broke through. Mm -hmm. And then and then it, you almost feel guilty because your life is too good.
1: You're having too much and, fun. <laughs> and,
0: and, and things were happening mm-hmm. that we didn't even pray for. Mm-hmm. So the, there's that level of favor. And, and, and that's okay. what faithfulness in following Jesus takes us to. Mm-hmm. And so we're walking in a level of favor now. And we call it the 11th talent, right? Mm-hmm. The story of the talents and the, mm-hmm. and the you know the one guy hid his. And Jesus says to him, well, take it away from him and give it to the guy that had 10. And everybody goes, oh, that's not fair. <laughs> right? yeah. It's not fair.
1: Mm-hmm. We
0: have way more than mm-hmm. is ever fair. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's God's abundance. Right. God's blessing. I mean, if it was just like one guy, my, my favorite musician from years ago, he said, if it was fair, I'd be in hell by now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get what's fair. I get grace. Mm-hmm. Right. And the mercy of God. And so so that that. You can look forward to that level of favor that overtakes you, Yeah. right? The blessing that comes on you and overtakes you. And that was a, yeah. that was a specific time point in our lives. It was, it was a result of putting one foot in front of the other okay. through a lot of difficult hardships and stuff, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that favor breaks through and then suddenly you've got a, a, a hope and a clear vision for the future that's mm-hmm. like nothing ever before. We were always people of vision,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but now we can see how, mm-hmm. how you know, mm-hmm. in, in faith, the way things can happen. Right. Um, and one of the things that we, we got then was mm-hmm. in a tremendous time of, of uh, financial struggle, we ended up with our second five-story building, which is the lighthouse, which is where we all live right now. Mm-hmm. And normally the Bible school's there and that kind of thing. Um, so we have two, two five-story buildings that are, mm-hmm. that are bought and paid for now which is absolutely i mean we went there with nothing <laughs> the first thing we bought was a bicycle and five of us rode on that bicycle
1: <laughs> that was our first transportation
0: you know yeah. so it comes it comes yeah. so the, so the deal is keep pushing right you yeah. just just if we just keep going in the direction that god has called us to mm-hmm. and then suddenly you will hit that tipping point that critical mass where boom the blessing of the faithfulness it yeah. just comes on and um and one question that that I think that we've been asked, or people wonder more than anything, is what is the, if you could name one key mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the success mm-hmm. of, of being able to fulfill the ministry and the call that God has given you, mm-hmm. what is it? And I would say, be faithful in church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I could talk about that for an hour. Yeah. Um, be faithful in church. Yes. Terry and I have never left yeah, a church. church. We've, we've We've moved, we actually got kicked out of one. <laughs> Well, I'm not capable. released, because
1: because we'll they,
0: they, they well they <laughs> just didn't want to support with... us, right? Oh, and I see and it. um and because we represented too big of a need, I think, right? right? Okay. Um, but but and we've ended up moving in different places, but always under the grace, not yeah. only of God, but the grace of the pastors and the leaders that we lead. And I would say that every leader that has ever led us, been a leader in our lives, is still in a very tight, close relationship yeah. today. Still, uh, still, I mean, we've got pastors that we consider our moms and dads mm-hmm. still today, right? And so I, I think that is a real key. Okay. Faithfulness to stay plugged in, Yes. to to be giving and supporting because all of our lives are called not to look after ourselves. That's right. But God says he'll look after us, doesn't it? Yeah. But, but we'll if we will, if we will so look after the house, yeah, look after his heart, yeah. look after his outreach, what he cares about. And, and that's, I love that about ROVC, the outreach that goes on and the, you know all of the stuff faithful. and the people. Um, a lot of really neat surprises for Terry and I as we've been here for the last months You know to see uh, how things really work because... Mm-hmm. From the outside, you can look at a church and you say, oh, yeah, that's a nice church. It's growing and everything's good and everything's cool. But then when you get into the inside and the inner workings and you see how committed people are and how Mm. people are giving to different outreaches, getting involved in different outreaches, and the things you guys do and the people that show up to to minister. You know, I mean, it's just, that's That's the secret. That's the key to that supernatural um, favor coming on you at some point and overtaking you and and it's just like man i am living the dream (laughs) it's just i
1: love the way that you you know that you guys have you know focused your ministry on the family model you know like that's always been the model and and that's that's why you know jesus christ created the church is for family and so that whole um, idea of staying committed staying faithful to to our church family, it's so um, far-reaching. Like it's it's yes. really, it's like you grow where you're planted. Yes. Yeah. You know, you, you receive favor where you're planted. Um, so, you know, in this time, in this day and age, with so many different pastors and churches that you can watch online, it just reminds us all of the importance of staying together as a family. Yeah, right. Even though it looks different right now, mm-hmm. um, by watching these videos, by watching our Sunday service online if you can't be in house all of that is so so important not not just to sustain the church and and to make sure we can keep running but for our lives for for us to build a strong foundation even in the lord right right. through that teaching and and that kind of thing yeah
0: and 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 the attitude that we come with that causes us to stay plugged in and stay committed is that that we look for a place not to meet our needs but a place where we can grow into greater effectiveness yeah. and influence and work together for the reaching of the of the world, right? Like, right. that's really what it's about. And I think yeah. it comes down to that, doesn't it, Sherry? Is, yeah. is my heart all about me or is it really all about Jesus? Right? right. right. And mm-hmm. to say all about is pretty, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. But, yeah. the, but the point is that all of us deal with that and we need to um, continually check ourselves what Paul said to Mm. examine yourself right to see if you're in the faith Mm -hmm. to see if you're here for the right reason if you're motivated by the right reasons Mm -hmm. and so that is really what's going to make the difference in the long term in our lives Mm -hmm. and I would have to say that you know the blessing on our family is just it's just overwhelming Mm -hmm. you know and the blessing on on us the blessing on our church the blessing on the ministry its just mm-hmm. you know the goodness of god is, is uh, wow. yeah. <laughs> you, know, you just yeah. can't get enough of it <laughs> I know.
1: and you know if we go back to those um, four places where you know our pastor asked last week where we're at so um, i'll just do a quick summary of the other three i think I I know the answer of where you guys are at (laughs) (laughs) listening to you. Um, But but let's just look at those other three. So the first was the furnace that we talked about. Um, The second is the hospice. And that is about regarding, you know, for example, the house of healing. Right. So this is where God wants to heal us. Mm-hmm. Um, he's re- He rescues those whose spirits, spirits are crushed. Mm-hmm. So um, right now, I just want to encourage you, because I know there's probably some watching that mm-hmm. their spirits are crushed. Yeah. Um, maybe there's someone sick in the hospital, in your family, or, you know, you're worried about how you're going to provide food for the family next week. And... Um, I just want to encourage you that, you know, God wants to be there for you. He wants to fill you with his presence, um, with his anointing and with his favor. But um, I want to talk a little bit about that because, um, you know, it says in scriptures in psalm 34 18 it says that he rescues those whose spirits are crushed he is close and um his grace and his comfort to heal us and make us whole um and i just want to ask you guys was there any point where you were at that place where you needed the hospice during this pandemic
0: um i would say not a point no but then The to clarify that you have to understand that we have such amazing friends, Mm -hmm. right? Um, uh, Pastor Dave and I talk Every few days, Mm -hmm. right? And that's a big part of it, Mm -hmm. right? Like where are your friends? Who are you connected with Mm -hmm. and that has a big part of how healthy you are or aren't right? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people a lot of times um, we can get unhealthy because we get out there by ourselves and we get out there thinking things we shouldn't be thinking,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? <laughs> and, and um, you know, I mean, it just really comes down to that. And so, yeah. again, I think, you know, like it comes back to the church and the support and that kind of thing. And, I, mm-hmm. and my 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 story is that when I got born again, messed up, kid on drugs, was I 21 years old or something? Mm-hmm. She was a cutie pie, and then I'll tell you what. She was in the prayer room where they prayed for me the night that I got wow. saved and delivered, yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> and so, so I gave my, my life to Christ. And then this is so cool. Like, you can come to Jesus, and he just, and I loved having people pray for me. And, I, mm-hmm. and so I'd go to the altar every Sunday. Like, we, mm-hmm. had, we had seven services a week in our church in Grand Prairie in those days, and, mm-hmm. and I'd go to the altar all the time. That lasted for about three weeks. And then God says, you stop that. Um, you need to be praying for those people. Do you, you want to be the, the, you know, the, the one who needs the healing, or do you want to be the one who gives the healing? Because there's a transition there that, uh-huh. is, that is a transition by faith. It's not like, now I feel good enough, mm-hmm. because I'm never going to feel good enough. Hmm. Now I feel whole enough. I'm never going to feel whole enough. Mm-hmm. But why don't I reach out and bless somebody else and minister to somebody else, out of whatever state I'm in and just do it in faith and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Hey, I feel a lot better, you know? And I think that's a lot of it for, for us. And we've, and I think that's why we see so many victorious people Mm. all around Asia. You can you can come in, um, you know, with all the drama of your life, Mm -hmm. but we will not allow you to stay there. You've got to get healed. And, and whatever it takes, we're going to see mm-hmm. that through and press that through. So that's the first thing you've really got to have hope in that. Right. You know mm-hmm. I mean, the hospice thing, without it, there's there's no recovery. We've got to have that infrastructure, right? Mm-hmm. We've got to have that structure yeah. around us. Mm-hmm. But you do not want to stay there
1: no. right.
0: and, and, um, and I think that's the goal. And mm-hmm. I think if our goal is always just to make me feel better, mm-hmm. just to make me okay, mm-hmm. it's not good enough because we were made, to help other people Mm -hmm. we were just made that we're gifted to do that and um Mm -hmm. and so i don't know (laughs) I I think that keeps coming out over and over. (laughs) That's
1: so cool. And I see a couple different things in that. And um, regarding, you know, having those around you that will encourage you and give you faith and keep you in that place, right? Um, And like I think of when I was a new Christian, and, you know, a lot of my friends were not Christians, and a lot of my workplace was not Christian. And honestly, coming to the church on Sundays, and staying connected to a group of believers was what got me through, because I was going back to situations that weren't yeah. thinking um, that way and that weren't full of hope and full of faith. And so that's, that was a key part for me, and especially in this time that we're in with so many people facing so many different things, I think that speaks even more to the importance of having that church family yeah. community where you can plug in and get built back up. You know, and, and but I love how you shared about how the second part of it is, you know, when we think of Jesus when he was ministering here on earth and how, you know, the religious leaders and the Pharisees, they were called, um, were questioning him. Like, what is the greatest commandment? And he said, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul and mind, to, to love others as you love yourself. Right. So really, there's three parts to that, Right. Loving yourself, loving others, loving God. but loving God, of course, is first. But that part about loving others, you're right about, you know, sometimes we have to almost discipline ourselves to do right. that because right. our our focus here on this earth is all about me and all about gotcha. my needs yes. being met. Yeah. but when we when we find that place where we can give to others, where we can pray for others regularly, where we can help others like that, feeds our spiritual strength as well and, and, you know, uplifts our spirits. So I love that you shared that because... Um, that can be a place where some of us get stuck in. Is just right. yep. what about me? What about me? And um, so, so that encourages um, me to think of different ways that I can continue right. reaching out. I mean, there's always things that you know. And we all, if we can't think of anything, we just need to say a little prayer, right. and God will show us right in that moment what we could do. You know. Yeah. So that also brings us out of that place of discouragement as well.
0: But I think too, it's really important for us to consciously. Um, uh, estimate mm-hmm. who our friends are, mm-hmm. right? Like I mentioned, yet, you know, talked to Pastor Dave, you know, because we're friends, right? right? And and the reason that that we've become friends is because we both lead ministries that mm-hmm. we can encourage each other in and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So we've got a lot of common ground there. Mm-hmm. Um, but my encouragement to people is is don't don't think that somebody else is going to be able to be the miracle worker mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. And, but, but estimate who your friends really are. Like, um, and, and consciously gather, you know, the, the, way to, the way to have good friends who support you and encourage you is don't be a leech, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> don't be the needy person. Nobody wants to be around somebody who's always
1: constantly
0: crying the blues.